welcome back to the Mirror Image Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. My name is Alyssa. I'm the host of this podcast, and I feel like I never properly introduce myself ever. I'm 16 years old. I'm a high school junior, and those are my credentials for having this podcast about being a high schooler and all of the good and bad and ugly that comes with that. So let's start off with our ramble of the week, and for this episode, My ramble of the week is going to be about social media. Surprise, surprise. What do you think I'm going to say about social media? Well, if you've listened to any of my previous episodes, you know that I absolutely despise all forms of social media, and yet I continue to use them, which is hypocrisy at its finest, and I'm completely aware of this, but I'm still going to say it. I'm still going to put it out there. I hate Instagram. I hate TikTok. I hate every single social media app, except for YouTube. YouTube is my love, my one true love. But I have good reason to hate all these social media apps because they are literally making mental health and well-being of teenagers plummet so, so much. So my ramble of the week, my suggestion of this week is to go on a social media cleanse. And I know this is something that everybody suggests, everyone's always saying, take some time off social media, do a cleanse, get off it for a week, see how you feel, but I want to propose a more sustainable method of social media cleansing. That is setting time limits on social media, and I feel like I may have already talked about this, but if you set a time limit on your phone, you can do it through an app, you can do it through um, settings on your iPhone if you have an iPhone, and just set some time off and like gradually decrease the time. So for me right now, my time limit is at an hour and it is very hard to work yourself off social media. It's like an addiction, it's like any other type of addiction. For example, if you were smoking, you can't quit cold turkey, you're gonna feel miserable. It's the same thing with social media, so you have to like gradually work yourself off. And it's not that, like, you can't ever be on it again, but there are so many instances in my life where I can trace, like, being super, super sad or sadder than at any other, like, point in my life to, like, for example, having TikTok. And those times correlated. Now, is it a causation? I don't know. You tell me. I haven't taken statistics yet. But I think it's a causation. I think that because of TikTok, my mental health was bad. It was also during the time of the pandemic. So, you know, you have to take multiple things into account. But I read recently in this book that I'm reading called The Coddling of the American Mind that social media actually has more negative effects on people who are introverted. And that's because, like, extroverts, you know, they spend time on social media. Yeah, it might not make them feel great. It's probably still not good for them. But then extroverts go, like, hang out with other people and they have that human interaction, which is really essential for making people feel good. You know, even if you're an introvert, you still need human interaction. So, whereas introverts, on the other hand, they tend to spend more time on social media, more time by themselves, which ends up making them feel worse. Because, like, you'll spend so much time on Instagram scrolling, but then you won't go hang out with anybody. And that makes you feel worse. And that can also, also, also correspond with the topic of today's episode, which is FOMO, fear of missing out. Because when you are scrolling on Instagram for endless hours of endless days, you tend to come across 
you know, people hanging out and posting pictures of them having fun and smiling and going on vacation and going to get cool food and doing all these things that we all want to do. And when we do that, when we are constantly scrolling on Instagram and seeing all these pictures of people doing those things, but then we don't ourselves go out and like do anything like that, it really, really, really makes our fear of missing out so, so insanely magnified. And obviously nobody wants to feel left out. Nobody wants to feel like they're missing out. And I actually have a couple examples of times when I've felt like I've been missing out on experiences and um, just certain things that really like had like an actual effect on me. Like they made me go do something and that it like negatively affected how I felt. So if it isn't like alarmingly obvious, I am an introvert. I'm a very introverted person. I like to spend time by myself and I'm also a busy person. Like I have a lot of schoolwork to do. I have other things to work on as well, like this podcast, I dance, and so many other things. So a lot of times on Fridays after school, I'm doing something. I'm editing this podcast, I'm doing schoolwork, I'm prepping for like standardized tests, I'm working on stuff for my clubs and stuff like that. My time is usually occupied. And so I don't go to football games usually, my high school football games, because, well, one, like I mentioned, I'm doing things, but two, and this is kind of contradiction to the first point, I don't really want to go because I don't know if I would enjoy it. And here's how it contradicts kind of what I was saying previously. So even though, like, I'm pretty busy on Friday nights, and all throughout my weekend, I know that I can make time to do everything and still go to a high school football game. I don't know what this effect is called, but there's this thing where it says, the longer the amount of time you have to do something, the slower you're going to do it. So like, if someone was telling you, you have an essay, it's due in a week, you're going to take like a slower amount of time to do it. Whereas If someone said, you have an essay, it's due tomorrow night, you would do it just, like, right then and there. And that's why people who procrastinate and, like, cram at the end, they always feel like, well, I get all my stuff done, you know, I'm very productive. That's just because of that mentality. So, I know that I could get everything done, even though I have a shorter amount of time. But I don't do it because I just don't, like, want to go to football games. That being said, every Saturday morning, I wake up, scroll on my Instagram, and here are like 50 photos of people who go to my school, who went to the football game, and our football team won, and they're just posting so many pictures, everyone's smiling, having a good time, you know, there are people I know there, a lot of like cool people there, and it just looks like such a fun time, and Every Saturday morning that happens, and it's been happening for like two years because there weren't any football games last year. I'm a junior, so freshman year and junior year, it's been happening, of course. And every time I see it, I always feel like I'm missing out on something. And the thing is, I know I'm not because I know I would not enjoy a football game that much because I've been to one before. You know, it's classic. Everybody has to go to one. So I did go to some football games my freshman year and I did not really enjoy it. I didn't like standing on the bleachers and 
I just thought, like, I really don't know that much about football. And, you know, if they win, they win. If they lose, they lose. It's all the same to me. But every time I see those pictures, I really, really want to go to a game. And I'm like, ugh, I feel so bad that I missed out on that. And that's FOMO. That's the fear of missing out. Even though I didn't actually, like, want to go to a game, even though I still really don't want to go to one, seeing all these pictures, seeing all these people having a good time, that seems so appealing to me. Like, that amount of happiness, that amount of, like, being surrounded by people, that seems so nice to me. So, I feel like that if I could go to that and I could do that, it would make me happier, which is really what FOMO is all about. It's it's about seeing something and feeling like you missed out because that thing looks so fun and feels like it would make you so happy. And that happens a lot of the times with like classic high school experience things, like going to football games or going to parties or going to dances. All those things are like classically high school. And when we grow up, we always see them like on screen. I remember, I remember like watching all these Disney Channel original movies growing up and like everybody had like their awakening and had the most fun at like prom or like a dance or high school football game or something and it just looks so so fun to me and even though like I've done all those things like I've been to those experiences and I know that like it's not really all that it's chalked up to be still seeing like people on Instagram like living out those Disney Channel original movie lives makes me so anxious that I'm not actually living out my high school experience to the best of my capabilities and as much as I should. All those movies taught me that the quintessential high school experience is like doing all of those things and my high school experience is just studying and dreaming about moving out of my suburb and like that doesn't seem very quintessential to me but that's what my experience is part of me feels like if I try to like participate more in those things that are quintessential high school American experiences that I would enjoy my time in high school more. So that fear of like missing out on that experience really is something that I feel really anxious about because I have to study and I have to work hard and maybe not spend every Friday night at the football games and like partying and whatever because I have to stay at home and work towards these goals that I myself want but part of me still wants to like live out this like perfect life and have all this fun and make all these friends and you know go out and do things even though I'm an introvert and I really prefer spending time by myself it just looks so fun and it's very like heavily romanticized in some ways And Instagram itself and um, any social media platform really is a perfect place to make something seem like it's a lot more fun and interesting and happy than it actually is. I mean, if you've ever been to a homecoming or like a football game and you see people taking pictures, it's very jarring to see because people will like take pictures, be smiling, of course, be so happy. And then, like, the second that the picture is over, like, the smiles are gone and then people are looking back at their phones. And, of course, like, that's kind of an overgeneralization. I mean, a lot of people are very happy at those events. But I feel like now, 
more than ever, it's more about getting that perfect picture or that perfect video that you can share with the world to prove you're living it out. You're living the dream. It's so happy where you are. And I hate that. I really genuinely hate that because I don't want my life to be like a performance for anyone. And no one has the right to like be viewing my life as a performance. And my life isn't a collection of pictures on Instagram. Like if anybody looked through my Instagram and like that's how they made their judgment about me, I would be like, stop right, stop right there. Stop, stop, stop. That's not who I am. That's not what I'm actually like. And I, like, worry sometimes that, like, even myself, I look at someone's, like, Instagram curated life and I think, like, wow, their life is so amazing. Their life is so perfect. I wish I had that. And, like, even I know my Instagram is not how my life actually is. It's, like, these edited pictures and posed. Nothing is candid. And to take Instagram or social media as point-blank reality is so, so dangerous. Like, that's not how life is ever going to actually look. And we shouldn't expect it to. So that was all about the fear of missing out. The fear of feeling like you are wasting away your years and not having the perfect romanticized and amazing life. And for me, that's like the high school experience life. But now I want to talk about something a little more sinister, a little more um, depressing, if you will. This is the fear of being left out. So the difference between the two is that the fear of missing out, that can happen when you see pictures of complete strangers. People you don't know, you know, just living it up, celebrities you don't know, that sort of stuff. But fear of being left out is more concentrated. It's with people you know specifically. People you're friends with, people you talk to, your acquaintances, stuff like that. Fear of being left out is when you see people you know and your friends hanging out without you. And that, okay, I don't even need to explain it. We all know how awful that feels. It doesn't even have to be on social media. It can just be people talking about like what they did with each other in front of you or people making plans without you right in front of you. But it is exacerbated by social media, especially when you see friends hanging out, having a good time, smiling, looking happy, but they're not with you. They're like going to do something really fun. I don't know, maybe they're going to dinner, maybe they're taking pictures, maybe they're going to like a museum or hanging out at the pool, but they're not with you. And what is so, so hard to grasp about fear of being left out is that it's not intentional. People aren't intentionally leaving you out, but it still hurts the same way. Whenever I see people who I'm friends with hanging out without me, I always get like a little like pang in my heart almost. Like I just feel a little, I don't know, like knocked down for a little bit. And it's so, so hard to justify that pain because you know they're not being intentional about it. It's not like anyone was like, okay, let's go, you know, let's go to the um, to the art museum, but let's not invite Alyssa because we don't like her. It's not really like that. It's just like maybe people are closer with each other than they are with you, and that's completely fine. But, you know, being left out in general um, just hurts so badly. 
I think of like when you're at school and you're in a class where everyone has a friend except for you and then the teacher's like partner up and then you're like with who who who's gonna partner up with me everyone's partnered up with themselves it's kind of like that and I actually have an example of this kind of so over spring I deleted my Instagram I logged off Instagram because I was studying for some of my exams my AP exams and so like for two months I didn't see anything about anyone where they were going on vacation who they were hanging out with it was like pure pure joy I was having a great time I was feeling like the absolute main character, you know, I'm not like other girls. (laughs) That is a complete joke, do not quote me on that. But I did have a bit of superiority complex. I was like, I'm off Instagram, I'm living my life, this is how I'm going, it's good. But the day I logged back into Instagram, and I remember it like so, so vividly, I logged back in, I was like super excited because as much as I say like, stay off social media, don't do it, don't do it, like get off. I'm still, like, addicted, and it's bad, and I'm working on it. I'm very much working on it, but it's very hard for me. (laughs) Um, But the day I logged back into social media, I saw, like, a bunch of people I knew. Some of them were my friends, some of them weren't, but they were hanging out all together, kind of having, like, a end-of-the-school-year, like, prom situation. I don't know. It was just, like, they were getting, like, dressed up and taking pictures and stuff like that. And I saw that and I felt left out. And it was so weird because like I was only friend with like two or three people in this group. And I really didn't know anybody else. But still seeing like people I was friends with, like having a good time, hanging out, having fun. I was like, no, you can't do that without me. <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain it. And I, I don't really have a justification for it. But I just felt left out and I felt sad and I felt lonely. And... That's another thing with social media. If you quit, you are going to have insane FOMO, insane fear of being left out, FOBLO, which is a stupid, stupid acronym. But it was kind of bad because although I had a superiority complex when I deleted Instagram, I was like, I'm so cool. I still felt so out of the loop. Like people are making jokes and I was like, what is this? Like, I don't understand. Because I wasn't on Instagram anymore, so I couldn't understand, like, any of the new things that were happening. Or, like, if someone would be like, did you know so-and-so did this? And I would be like, what? No. It's because I'm not on Instagram. I can't see. So, yeah, that is kind of hard to do when you delete social media. But anyways, going back to fear of being left out. But anyways, going back to fear of being left out, it doesn't only happen with social media. Like, I remember in middle school and eighth grade, I was talking with one of my friends, and we were talking about, like, a riff between two of our friends, like, a little argument thing, and I remember my friend said something like, yeah, that's why so-and-so didn't invite um, so-and-so to get ice cream with everyone else, like, all the rest of us. It's because they're arguing, probably. And I was like, wait, I didn't get invited to go eat ice cream either, and... I remember at the time, like, just having that familiar feeling of being knocked down a little bit and feeling, like, a little down because I was like, wait a minute, I didn't get invited either and I wasn't arguing with that other person and so I felt, like, very lonely in that moment and I think that's what fear of being left out does to you. It makes you feel 
just like you're the only person in the world and you're the only outsider in the world, even if just for a couple of seconds, it's one of the worst feelings in the world because, you know, introverts, people, we like alone time. We like to spend some time alone, but we don't want to be lonely. And there's a difference between the two because even when you're alone, you know that there are still times when you can, like, go talk to other people and be with other people who, like, appreciate and enjoy your company and you can have fun with them. But being lonely is feeling like you are forced to spend time alone and you don't have that other option to go and interact with other people and have, like, good times with other people. Being left out makes you feel like you're the only person in the world and that, like, no one is ever going to want to hang out with you again. And that's, of course, overreacting, but in the moment, it feels so real and it feels so painful. And it can make you angry at sometimes. And that's kind of what annoys me about things like this, where you're like being unintentionally left out. Maybe you're being intentionally left out. But when you're being unintentionally left out, it's not like you can really be angry at anyone. And you don't really have justification for your anger. At least that's what I've always felt like. So I just feel like stuck. I feel like I'm angry for no reason. It can be like some of the nicest people in the world, like people who are so, so friendly and they'll just like go hang out with someone and post it on Instagram and you'll be like, I feel so mad because I wasn't there and I wasn't invited, but this isn't like justifiable because like maybe I don't really know that other person that well or maybe it was like a one-on-one thing. Like no matter the situation, there's always some sort of like little like twinge of envy or jealousy or anger sadness or whatever it is all all of those i don't really know how to end this episode because i don't have a solution for any of this stuff and i'm definitely not one to give advice on anything like this so i'm just gonna end this with saying i hope you have a good day and sorry if this episode was a little depressing (laughs) if you guys want you can follow me on instagram at mirror and i'll see you in two weeks um go drink some water and like do something happy to counteract the negativity of this episode all right see you guys later bye